Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela, and we are going to be getting into another Q&A episode today. This is part two to the episode that we had last week and a couple things we're going to talk about. Let me go over them. So last week, whenever I recorded the episode, I decided to do it in my bedroom because my dog was healing from surgery and he was in here. He is still healing from surgery, but I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to do it in my bedroom because it came really easily recording in here last time. I just feel like it was very chill and I wanted to have the same vibe today. So I apologize in advance if it sounds a little echoey in here. I normally do not record in my bedroom at all, but I do notice it is slightly echoey in my bedroom. So all of our questions today are kind of a little bit all over the place. Some of them are dating. Some of them are how to stay grounded when you're healing. Um, just tips in general that I would give also about dating in college and yeah, so I'm, I don't want to give too much away. So we're just going to get right into the questions. All right. Our first question of today is how to keep yourself grounded when you're first talking to someone. Honestly, this can be hard depending on what your attachment style is because our attachment style, we really have no say over what it is, but I don't know if you're familiar with what attachment styles are. So I'll kind of briefly give you a rundown. You have anxious attachment, you have secure, you have avoidant, and there's a couple other ones as well. But the point is somebody who's avoidant might be a little bit more standoffish in the early stages of dating. Somebody who's anxious might need more reassurance and stuff. And you might just notice certain things and I might do an episode on attachment styles. I feel like I really need to. So I might try to do that maybe next because I think it could be super interesting, but Basically, keeping yourself grounded when you're first talking to someone, I think it can be really easy to get wrapped up in somebody or just get overly excited about someone and like imagine all the possibilities if it were to work out between the two of you. When honestly, that's the last thing we should be doing. We should not be sitting here romanticizing somebody that we don't even know and falling in love with the possibility and the potential of someone because we do not know this person yet. So my advice for this specifically would be to have a life like in the nicest way possible have a life. Okay. Because you had one before you met that person. So don't forget about the life that you live just because somebody else is in your life now. You know what I mean? That's just like the worst thing that could happen. The best thing that you could do in the early stages of dating, not only for you, but also for the relationship, if it were to go somewhere is to fully fill up your own cup. First, you need to be filling up your own cup. You need to be doing all the things that you would be upset if you didn't get done. You know what I mean? Things that are going to make you feel good about yourself. So before you met this person, all those things that you did to make yourself feel better, meal prepping, going to the gym, staying on track with your goals in general, whether it be getting a bunch of work done. Like for me, it's my podcast. My podcast comes first. I will always make sure that my podcast is done before I go and do anything else. That's always my plan, at least where I'll try to do that just because having this done first, not only makes me feel great with myself and makes me think, okay, like you're showing up for yourself. It just makes me feel more confident and more at ease, especially once I'm out with people, just because I know, okay, cool. All my work is done right now. I did the most important thing that I had to do outside of my actual nine to five this week. So now I'm able to just fully relax, be present, be in the moment. And it helps me to not be stressed out or heightened with any type of anxiety. I'm just able to kind of flow if that makes sense. So my advice is don't allow yourself to be sitting around wondering why you're not hearing from someone or looking and reading into every, like that person's every move. Like we don't care. You want to know why we didn't even know them probably three weeks ago. So why do we suddenly care? And we're going to put our own life and our own needs on hold for them. No, if anything, that's just going to make it them not like you because they're going to see that and see that as a reason to not respect you honestly, in the nicest way possible. Having a life is the easiest way to not 
kind of get in your head about things and to stay grounded. Because if you're showing up for you, focusing on you and your goals, you are going to be way too busy and way too focused on yourself to care about why you're not hearing back from someone. It doesn't matter why you're not hearing back from someone. It's probably not personal. They might not be a texter. They might have other things going on. Either way, we don't need to feel entitled to that other person's time and attention just because we went on a couple dates with them. The best way to see if it's something that's going to work for you is to go about your life as you normally would and see if that person is going to come in and compliment your life. That person should not be our world. They should compliment our world and vice versa. Just as you are being observant and conscious of that other person and their actions and behaviors and the way that they're showing up for you, they are also doing the same thing about you. So I honestly think by being too readily available in all this, I think sometimes that can maybe show some disinterest maybe of the other person because... I think that like you should be focusing on yourself first and your goals. Anyone that you're talking to is only going to find that attractive for sure, especially if they're kind of looking for something or wanting something more serious. I think, you know what I mean? Anyone's going to see someone who's focusing on themselves and their goals as more attractive in my opinion, for sure. And I've seen that in my own personal dating life and always remembering that you were good before them. So you're going to be good without them. Like no matter what happens, let's say you never hear from this person again. Cool. Like it doesn't really matter that much. You were fine before you're going to be fine after if it's meant to work out, it is going to. So just finding peace in that, put all that energy into yourself. And if you find yourself ever stressed out, anxious, wondering, Oh my God, I'm not hearing back from this person, not hearing back. It doesn't matter. What's something that you need to do right now in this moment that would make you feel better about your own life and kind of get something off your to-do list. Go focus on those things. I swear to God, and don't take things so personally. And it's so hard to not apply that to your life. But at the end of the day, nothing is personal. Everything is just projected from that other person. They might have so many things going on in their own life that you know nothing about. So just understanding that nothing is personal. And if that person wants to talk to you, they will. Obviously, if you're seeing behaviors that are just not aligning with what you want, if they're just too inconsistent, valid. I would not be putting up with inconsistency either. If something like, you know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're aligned. You're on the same page with that person, but I know it can be easy to get in your head and just overly catastrophize and get anxious at moments, especially if you have anxious attachment, which unfortunately I do to a degree. I think I'm a mix of a couple different ones. I am secure, but I also am anxious. I think that it comes down. Honestly, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and I've educated myself a lot about attachment styles, but it comes down to how you were raised. So it's nothing that you're doing wrong. And it's really nothing that you can control now in your day to day, but it's how are we going to deal with what our attachment style is and knowing what your attachment style is helps you to show up in your relationships better in a way where you're not feeding into them. You're grounding yourself. You want somebody that is just as interested in you as you are in them. So if it's seeming like somebody isn't as interested in you, just take a step back. Like I wouldn't like, do not blow that person up. Do not like throw too much energy their way. Like I said, put that energy into yourself, focus on things that you need or things that would make you feel good. Take yourself on a date. If you're waiting around wondering if someone wants to hang out with you, make plans. If you're not hearing back for so many you know what I mean, hours or whatever, make your own plans, go and do something else. That will just show that person if they did want to do something with you last minute that you do need a heads up. And I think just communicating your needs in the early stages, maybe if planning is something that you need or certain things you like, just kind of making that obvious without even having to communicate it, just like doing it a couple times. If that person isn't catching on or trying to meet you in the middle and show you that they are stepping up for you, I think that you're just going to kind of tell over time if something is going in the right direction or if maybe it's just not going to work out. Your needs are valid, bestie. Okay. Your needs are so valid. You are the most important person. And I heard something recently that like really stuck with me. I think it was in a podcast or a video or something, but 
we often will make the person we're talking to almost the main character of our lives where instead it, it's, it should be all about us. You are the main character in your life. So always doing things for you. That's how we want to be doing things, showing up. It's your life, right? It's your world. We're living in it. So doing everything that you would for yourself. And then that other person should not be looked at at the same priority as yourself, especially if you're not in a relationship yet, they should be looked at as a side character in your life. And are they one that you enjoy being there? Are they bringing in a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety? Are they making you feel unsafe? Are they making you feel safe? Are they reassuring you? Do you feel good about the connection that you have with this person? Moral of the story, they should not be the main character in your life. So if you're putting way too much energy and focus on them, we are not doing that. Okay. Because not only is that not what we want to do, but they're probably going to feel that and you don't want them like, that's just not what we need to be doing. You know what I mean? Nobody deserves to be main character in your life, except yourself. Obviously there's many side characters in our lives that we love, but you come first always. If somebody has you confused about where you stand with them, not an awesome thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, it could be like really, really early, but don't act like you need to know all the answers today. Just try to go with it a little bit and enjoy the moment. Are you having fun with that person? Are you like, just, do you feel like it's a something that's serving your life or do you feel like it's something that's weighing you down is my point. And just try to enjoy it, especially in the early stages, communicate your needs when necessary. If you have non-negotiables, communicate them as well. I think there's nothing wrong with checking intentions in the early stages of dating, just to make sure that you guys even want the same things. But I think that if, you're just going with it and enjoying your time with that person. Do that until you feel like it might not be something that's working out. You know what I mean? And then in those moments, kind of stand up for yourself, communicate. You know what I'm saying? What's meant to be will be, and you cannot ruin anything that's for you. Like you cannot lose what is meant for you. It will always be there. And most of the time you will never be confused about it. So if you're feeling anxious, go for a walk, honestly, go for a walk, go move your body, work out, put that energy that you are kind of energetically putting towards them into you in a way that you needed to do today anyways, maybe, you know what I mean? Cause that is what is going to not only change your relationship with anyone for the better, but it's going to just change your life for the better because you are number one. And I hope that that kind of answered your question and made sense, but it is all about you and your goals and how you show up for yourself so that you can show up for others, filling up your cup first to fill up other people's cups. Number two, how to tell a person how you feel about them. Honestly, it is such an easy answer. You just tell them how you feel about them for real. Don't try to overthink it. Don't try to make it this big complex thing that you've been thinking about for three months straight and it's making you super anxious. The moment you do that, the more you are putting one more stress on you, but you're making it way more of a big thing than it needs to be because your needs again are valid and communicating your needs should always be priority. So if there's something that's bothering you, allowing yourself to open up about that. And I think also like telling someone how you feel about them, just think about how good that would make them feel. And if they are not able to reciprocate, maybe the way you're feeling, I always think going into a conversation like this, you're going to get something, you're going to get what you need out of that conversation, whether it's what you want to hear or what you don't want to hear. If it goes the way that you want, you're either going to get what you want, which would be it working out with that person. They feel the same way. Or you're going to get what you need, which is just that clarity that they aren't there. So now you're able to step back and understand that you just, that's not something worth your time and energy right now. So now you're able to take it and put it towards you and towards somebody that it might be, you know what I mean? A thing with in the future. I think that a lot of times by not having those conversations that feel really important for us to have, depending on like 
when you have them or whatever. You know what I mean? If it if it's something that's weighing on you for a long time, then yeah, you need to just to have that conversation because by you not having that conversation and just putting it off, you are probably abandoning your own needs just for the chance of not losing that person. You're scared. You don't want to lose that person. And I understand that. But a lot of times losing that person, if it's not somebody that's for you is exactly what you need. Because again, you cannot lose what is for you. So if it doesn't work out, it wasn't for you anyways. And you having that conversation isn't going to be what makes that person decide, oh, I don't want that person. This isn't going to work out because they had this conversation. If you have a conversation with someone and it starts to go the opposite way and it's just not working, that person was never going to show up and be that for you anyways. They never had the right intentions of doing that. Because if you have a conversation with someone, they should be very welcoming and supportive and validating of your emotions and your feelings if they are on the same page with you. And even if they aren't on the same page with you to that degree, having that conversation shouldn't be a huge stressful thing. It should be normal because if you're not able to have a communication or open dialogue with that person, how are you going to have a relationship with that person to any capacity? Because every single relationship involves good communication. So if you're not able to just sit there and have that conversation with them, that would be the first sign for me to tell you, like, don't even waste your time trying to, you know what I mean? make this go anywhere if you can't even have a conversation with that person about your feelings because that's exactly what a relationship is especially if it gets to a you know what I mean a, like if you're dating dating like and then you maybe you get married to someone that's all based on communicating about feelings that person's and yours and you have to be just as capable of listening and hearing that other person's feelings than your own as well like they have to do that to you but you also have to be able to listen to theirs so in this situation let's say if you like someone or whatever and you want to have a conversation with them I would just say like hey I just wanted to kind of let you know that like this is where I stand with you and I wouldn't even like go ever I would never go into it with um like what, what are we where are we at like never no go into it and just express how you're feeling to that person and I wouldn't even like don't do it expecting that person to come back with the same answer that you want, I would go into it fully aware that you might not get the answer that you're looking for. And if you're okay with that, then yes, still have the conversation. But if you're going into it only to be validated and it's going to break you and really hurt you if that person is not on the same page with you right now, then maybe don't have that conversation. But I think that either way, like I said, you're going to get what you need one way or another whether it is what you actually want in that moment or not, you know? If you're okay with going into that conversation, understanding that there is a chance that they might not want the same things with you and you're okay with that, then that is, I would say, definitely have that conversation then and just understanding you going into it, this is how I feel, like I really, like I like where things are going with you, I really like you and I have a great time when I'm with you. I'm personally only talking to you or whatever. I don't even know. I'm just trying to kind of base this if you're like in the early stages of dating someone, but um, I'm currently only interested in you. I'm not talking to other people or whatever. So I just wanted to express that to you because I feel that you deserve to hear that just as much as like me. So I, I felt like it would be a good time for me to share that or whatever. You know what I mean? I really don't know unless I know your specific situation, but it doesn't need to be super complex. Just state your feelings and then shut up. And what I mean by that is do not feel like you need to fill in the blanks for that person. Be quiet. Let that person fill in the blanks for you. See their body language, see how they want to respond, see what they say. Because I think by that, you're going to see it. You know what I mean? You're going to see how that person's feeling. And if they don't want to give you an answer back, then yeah, you could be like, okay, well, so where are you at with this? Like, are you on the same page? And let them answer. 
if they're not on the same page, it does, I don't know your specific situation, but it doesn't need to be this like, oh my God, you're the worst, I hate you moment. Especially if it's early in dating, like it's valid, it's normal, it's life. If things are to not be lined up, you know what I mean, the exact same way, just being accepting of, okay, well, it was great getting to know you. Like I, I guess we don't want the same things or whatever, but be willing to walk away if let's say that is a need of yours, like you want to be the only person that that person's talking to or whatever, do not allow yourself to just stick around if that person's like, well, honestly, I'm dating other people. If that's something that is a non-negotiable for you and you already know that you're invested in that person and it's been a decent amount of time for you to know how you feel about them, don't set yourself on fire to keep that person warm. If you know that that is not what you want, once you hear a response, do not say, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't know what I'm looking for either. Like, if you know what you're looking for, and everything like don't abandon your needs again so if that person's wanting something else please just dip out if it's going against something that you currently know that you want in your life because by keeping around that person that you know probably isn't going to show up for you you're just going to be putting your time and energy into the wrong person more than likely because that person isn't sure about you and they probably are dating other people which is their prerogative and fine but if that isn't aligning with what you want then there's no point for you to stay there you could be meeting other people you could be meeting like your person, but instead you might be keeping around the the zero when you could begin with the hero. You know what I'm saying? So just in general, respecting whatever that person says, but understanding that it could or could not go the way that you want it to and being okay with whatever it happens. Obviously, if it, if it, if you get the answer you don't want, it sucks like valid, but I think it's very important if you are wanting to have that conversation to have it because you deserve to know where you stand with someone. You don't deserve to be sitting in confusion and unsure and all of that. Again, communication is the most important part of any relationship. So I think that by having this, you're able to see one, if this relationship stands a chance in that category, because obviously you can grow with communication, but that person has to be willing to validate, reassure, and let you know where they stand with you as well. Number three, how to keep things private when people are nosy, social media and real life. I think in terms of that, again, it seems like such a, you know what I mean? Simple answer for the question. But if you don't want people to be in your business on social media, don't share a lot of personal details, kind of, is what I would say. If you're on Instagram or whatever and you don't want people to know maybe who you're dating, don't post them. If you don't want people to be super nosy or in your business or whatever, don't like put that stuff online. But at the same time, just because you're posting about things, it doesn't give the people or whoever the right to kind of go in on your life and like constantly ask you a million questions if you don't want to answer them. So if somebody asks you, you know what I mean, in real life or whatever, like questions about things like on your social media or about certain things in your life, you don't have to tell them. I just like, oh yeah, that's just, I I really don't want to get into that or whatever. Like you can, if people ask like, or even if like your friends or whatever, if you are currently dating and even your friends are like, oh, so what's going on in your dating life? If you don't want to talk about it, don't. Like that's like the simplest way of answering it. Like you can set that boundary with yourself that you can do it in a way where it's respectable. Like you're being respectful of your friends too. Like if, if they ask you about it, like, oh, not too much is going on at the moment. Like I'm talking to someone, but like it's in the early stages and I don't really want to talk about it a ton yet because I'm not trying to get like too, like, you know what I mean? Excited or whatever. Like that's valid. If I'm trying to like think about how to apply this Um, based on this question. But if a nosy person's coming up to me asking me a million questions I don't want to answer, I'm not going to answer them. 
Like, that's just kind of how it's going to, oh, so what are you doing? What's going on with this? Oh, not too much. I'm just figuring it out. Be very vague. Like, just be very vague if it's something you don't currently want to talk about. And if someone's asking you a question and it's someone that you love and you care about and you don't want to have that conversation even, just communicate like, oh, I really don't want to talk about that right now or whatever. Like, it really just comes down to being able to communicate what you want in the moment and not feeling bad about it. Because at the end of the day, what do you want? If you don't want to share this piece of your life with freaking Carol, Janine, and Nicole, okay, that you never freaking talk to and they're from high school, they don't deserve to know any of that shit about your life. So just share what you want to share with the people that you want to share it with. And if people are super nosy and like in your business in real life, just set that boundary and be like, oh, just, I don't know. Like, just be very vague. I've had people in my life before that would just like bombard me with questions sometimes. And I don't think they meant it with like ill intent, but I would just be, again, as vague as possible and I would answer things, but I wouldn't get too like fully into it. And it just depends your relationship with the people that are asking you these questions. And again, if it's online and people are just being overly nosy, either don't respond to them, block them, remove them. Um, If it's someone that you don't know or you don't want them viewing your stuff, like, you know what I mean? There's so many ways of going about it, but like ultimately just set the boundary, whether it's on social media or in real life, you don't have to tell anybody anything that you don't want to tell anyone. Okay. Does that make sense? But very self-explanatory, but just set that boundary. You don't have to be rude about it. Just be like, Oh, you know what? Be very polite. If it is someone in real life that you care about or even a stranger, you don't have to be rude about it. Unless someone's pissing you off, then you're fully able to do whatever you want to do. But again, keeping things private, just don't tell people for real. Don't post about it or limit those people from seeing the stuff that you're posting. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I'm so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I'm obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well. Travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner, if it went bad, like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to superhuman cause I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a hundred percent off a one month trial also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. But I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you like even just a couple days a week and notice what 
it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean? Go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. Number four, advice of going into college with a boyfriend. A lot of people say not to have one. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to college with a relationship or being in a relationship or whatever. I will tell you though, I don't necessarily think it's the time for it. If it's something I mean, I don't know. It's such a hard question to answer, to be honest, because I know me, I dated the entire time I was in high school or no, the entire time I was in college. I dated like last semester of high school, all through all four years of college for me. And then a year after, and then it ended and that's fine. Everything happens the way that it's meant to, but you know what I mean? Things probably would have been a lot different in my life if I wasn't in a relationship, which obviously again, everything happens the way that it's meant to, but I think that your college years are about you just going and having fun and doing things. So if you feel like you're tied down in a relationship that isn't serving you, which I'm going to be so honest, I didn't feel that way in my relationship. I truly thought I was going to be with that person forever back then. So I understand. It's kind of hard to know. I don't think there's anything wrong with being in a relationship in college for sure. I think that can be really nice. Honestly, it always gave me something to look forward to because I was always going to either visit him on the weekends or he was coming to visit me because we went to different colleges. But I think it just takes the experience and makes it something else that it could be. If you weren't in a relationship, you'd probably be having a little bit more fun, putting yourself out there more, whatever it may be. And I think that it's fine. I think that if you're currently dating through college and you love that person, you think you're going to marry them, like valid. But if you're in a relationship that doesn't feel like it's a good one, I definitely wouldn't recommend staying in that relationship then. Like don't stay all through college in that relationship if you know that there's a chance that you might not want to be with that person. You know what I mean? If you're already kind of feeling eh, it probably is a sign for you to get out. But if you're content in your relationship and you're enjoying it, like I say, go for it. And whatever is going to happen is going to happen. There's nothing wrong with being in a relationship in college. It's just about keeping your priorities straight and also making sure that you're not putting everything into that person and not into your school at all. I think that obviously school comes first. And if that person is like taking away and like making you like subconsciously, like you're putting all your energy into that person, it's affecting your grades. Then I would say it might not be good and you have, might have to figure something out there. But if you're able to fully do your thing and put your energy into you and, and like succeed in school and stuff, don't even stress it. Like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If you want to be in a relationship in college and people are just telling you not to do it, 
just do it. You know what I mean? Like who cares? You're going to learn through learned experience anyways in your own personal, you know what I mean? Situation. So it doesn't matter what people are saying. If you want to date in college, date in college, have a boyfriend in college. There's nothing wrong with that girlfriend, whatever. But if you don't, both things are completely valid. Like both ends of the spectrum, not dating, dating. Some people meet their person in college. You know what I mean? While you're at that college. So whatever is going on, just go with it unless you feel like it's not serving you at all at the moment. It's something you're in. Then I would say just get out of that relationship. And if you're missing that person still after a couple weeks or months or whatever, while you're in school, then you guys could, you know what I mean? Have a conversation again and see if you still want the same things, but don't do it as a safety net and don't do it just because you're scared to be alone. Being alone is fine. Don't just do it to rely on that person. You know what I mean? If you want to be with that person, yes. But if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then I would say just do your thing and put your energy and focus into you fully. I think this is number five. Advice on things to do when you're not in a relationship and you don't have a lot of friends and if you don't drink. So I think it's so important to get comfortable spending time alone for sure. So if you are somebody who, you know what I mean? You're single, you know, you don't have a lot of friends. Like I can relate to this. I am also single. I have really good friends, but Abby is in North Carolina. Shelby is here. Um, that's like my best friend that's currently in the same state as me. And then I have other friends in different States and I have other friends as well that are here, but I don't, you know what I mean? Spend as much time with them. You know what I mean? So I think, being comfortable with yourself is so important and finding ways to spend your time alone is so important. So I love the question because I think that a lot of people probably have the same question, but also I don't really drink as much as I used to either. I used to drink a lot and a lot of things that you do with people these days are extremely like social. So you're doing a lot of social drinking and stuff like that. But if you don't want to drink, I would say, let me just think of a couple of things. You could go on dates by yourself. I think dating yourself and forcing yourself out of your comfort zone to go do things in public alone is really important. And it's something that I honestly want to do more of. My advice to this would be do the things that you would do if you were in a relationship, if you did have a lot of friends and you know what I mean? You could do things even if you did drink, do those things by yourself for real. So if you want to go on like date nights or you want to go like get your favorite meal at a restaurant, take yourself on a date and go to that restaurant. Um, if you want to go to the movies with someone, go to the movies by yourself. I did that once. It was the freaking vibe. I'm thinking about doing it again to go see the new Barbie movie because duh, you want to go to an amusement park, go to an amusement park by yourself. Like it really doesn't matter. Like go do shit alone. Enjoy your own company. Be fully confident by yourself, which it sounds like you are. I'm sure you're just looking for things to do, but by finding like full acceptance and comfortability and just loving that time with yourself, you're just going to be the best version of yourself ever. And there really isn't anything that you cannot do alone. You can do all the things that you would do with people. Just do them alone. You can go out on the weekends. Even if you were someone that, you know what I mean? Drinks or doesn't drink, you could do that alone. But things I do alone, I work out alone a lot of the time these days. Also, I will go on walks downtown around like a town lake. I'll just enjoy like the outdoors. I'll go grab myself a coffee. You can take yourself to brunch. You can take yourself to a coffee shop. You can go shopping. You can go to the movies. You can go to the park. You can, I don't know if you have a pet, but definitely like doing activities with your pet. That's even like amazing. I love it so much. Like with Marshall, I have a Husky Malamute. I will take him on those walks and try to incorporate him in certain things for sure. Take yourself to get ice cream, try a new workout class go zip lining. Like you can do anything at all that you would do with other people by yourself. You want to go to the beach. It's a three hour drive, drive yourself to the beach, 
go do it. Okay. Take yourself to a concert, go to live music. Like the point of my answer to this is that you literally can do whatever it is that you want to do with other people just by yourself. So just finding things that you personally enjoy doing, it could even be playing pickleball. It could be playing mini golf, whatever it is. I would also recommend like a hobby possibly. So if you like to draw or paint or maybe like to knit, I don't know, you know what I mean? But just finding something that you really enjoy cooking, meal prepping, finding new recipes, just finding a way to romanticize your life every single day in the smallest of ways. I think that is really a lot of fun. And a lot of times when the most things that I'm doing by myself are pretty normal average things. And it's not always leaving my house a ton, to be honest with you. Like I'll go to the gym, I'll do some stuff here, but like mine is my podcast. I also will create content. I personally love to sing. Um, and like my dog is like a huge part of my life swimming, like go swimming somewhere, like go tan, go lay out, go. I don't, you know what I mean? There's like an endless amount of opportunities that you can do, but moral of the story, don't hold yourself back, go and do whatever it is that has been on your to-do list. Or maybe you have a little bucket list of things that you would like to do. Don't wait, like go and do them. You don't need to wait for other people to be in your life in order for you to go and do those things. You know what I mean? I think there's a huge like societal thing that, makes people feel like you can't do things by yourself, which I fully understand. I've been there and I understand that, but it's just wrong. Like you can do all those things still and you don't need to have someone with you in order for those things to be acceptable. Like if you like to roller skate, go roller skating. You don't need anybody with you. You know, it's like we almost want people there. And I'm just talking like from my own experience, you almost want people there as like a um, security blanket almost, or just like, almost as a crutch, to be honest. I mean, obviously we want people there to enjoy those experiences with them too, but a lot of times for me, I want to do things by myself, but I feel more comfortable if I have someone there. You know what I mean? So I get it if that's kind of what you're saying, but just know that we need to be able to force ourselves out of our comfort zone and get comfy doing those things alone because then you were going to be fully unstoppable. Before I move on from this question, a huge, like the, the top couple things that I love to do by myself for real are reading bettering myself in some way. I love self-help. I love self-help podcasts. I love self-help books. So reading, doing things like that, I think are a really good way to just expand your mind, but also listening to any type of podcast. I cannot recommend that enough. That is something that I'm always doing. I love podcasts so much. And I'm trying to think what else, like, again, just staying on top of my goals, doing the things that I know I need to do, like meditating, journaling. They're all ways to really connect with yourself deeply and really just get to know yourself, honestly. So I would recommend those things if you're looking for just little ways to kind of get to know yourself a little bit more and spend some like quality time with yourself. But if you're looking for activities, listen to all that other stuff that I said, basically anything goes for real. Alrighty, the last question, how to learn to just vibe when during the time where you are close to being in a relationship, but it's not quite official. So basically, how do you chill out and just chill, not worry about anything whenever it is going well, but it's not quite relationship yet, I think. Again, I think a lot of times, and I'm speaking from personal experience too, I think that we overcomplicate things when the answer is right in front of us. So what do we do in that situation? We just vibe. Like, we just vibe. We remind ourselves of what is actually real and what is important. And if things are good, like if something's not broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Just relax, chill, vibe, go about your life. It kind of goes back to the one question I answered in the beginning, but live your life, do the things that make you feel good each and every day, focus on you and your goals. And if things continue to go and progress in a good 
direction and you're happy and really excited about where it's going to go, just enjoy it. Allow yourself to have fun and enjoy it. I think so many times we feel like we need to have all the answers. And I know for a fact that I am somebody who does this or has done this. And it is one of the biggest faults that I think that I have, to be honest with you, because the need to have all the answers and the need to know where things are going immediately, like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. I think that like whenever we start putting all those what ifs and we put too much pressure on it, not even on that other person, but to ourselves, which then makes us show up a little bit not as relaxed and authentic and just like fun loving as we normally would be. So I think by us letting go of how it's going to happen, like whatever's going to happen, just let it go. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I think that stay true to you again. If there's something going on where you see things that you don't like, I think definitely speak up about them, communicate that. And if that person doesn't choose to work on the things that you brought up, then I think that that's your answer. Somebody reciprocating your energy and somebody who is interested is always going to show up for you and you'll be able to notice if they are making an effort you know what I mean to pay attention or change the things that you brought up that maybe you didn't like or something that you need they will show up for you in that way I think so I think just enjoy where it's at I think that in the early stages of a relationship I think it's one of the best times because it is just fun it's not super super serious yet and you're just able to see that person for who they truly are just assess the relationship during this time not in a super serious way but understanding that you enjoy where it's going and you don't need to have all the answers or anything but also assessing it like okay this person is showing me who they are do I like them do I like who they're showing me is that somebody that I want to continue to have in my life what I want to be friends with this person what I want this person around many years to come the person that they're currently showing me if the answer is yes that's only good just keep going and I would also try to not um, hold back in this stage either I think by being fully authentic and being fully yourself is the best thing that you can do so if you're somebody who normally would maybe call someone don't hold back from calling that person if they've made it obvious that they like phone calls, you know what I mean? Or they don't like to text a lot. Like I think a lot of times we can kind of hold ourselves back or cock block ourselves a little bit because we're afraid of being too much or coming off as too much in the early stages when that person, you know what I mean, is giving you those signals and energy for a reason. Like they're letting you, they, they are letting you know that they are equally as interested in you. And a lot of times I think we can play small or hold ourselves back just because we don't want to lose someone. So I think showing up fully you, saying the things that you want to say, when you want to say them, and just allowing yourself to be comfortable in that I mean, relationship or the early stages of the relationship are just going to make you guys closer. And it's going to give you more of a friendship to go off of as well, which I think is super important. You should not be somebody completely different with your romantic partner than you would with other people. Like I think that you should be able to have that friendship that's also romantic in a good forming relationship. Because that my friends is what's gonna make it a long lasting one because you are supposed to be friends. You do need to have that friendship. You do need to enjoy doing fun things together. You need to be, you just need to be able to have that friendship to fall back on. Because I think a lot of times like, you're not going to just have that romantic energy, but friendship is there forever, you know? And if you have that base of a friendship to fall back on, you really have a solid foundation, I would say. So just enjoy it. Don't overthink it. Be you. Show up as you, how you would any day, no matter what. If you're feeling anxious, journal, get your feelings out. But understand that just because you're having thoughts doesn't mean that they are accurate thoughts. 
I think that by you working through them, you're going to understand like, no, like I'll have thoughts sometimes where I'm like, this isn't true though. Like this is just an anxious thought that I'm having. So working against it is always the best thing possible. Just doing the things for me to feel good so that I can show up great in all my relationships, which would be including this one as well. You know what I mean? any relationship and then also the romantic one that's forming. I think that's how you're going to have the best case scenario. Just fully, truly being able to be yourself and just chill and vibe. You don't need to have all the answers today as much as your mind wants to tell you that you do as much as your anxiety or your past or your trauma wants to tell you that you do. That is just yourself trying to self-protect. If there is no threat, we don't need to act as if there is a threat. If there is a threat at that point, we'd want to do something about it. But until there is, hopefully there isn't one ever, just enjoy it and just see what happens because it will fill in all the little puzzle pieces exactly as they should be filled, you know? That is all the questions for this episode. So we are done with the Q&A. I just wanted to do this episode for this week. That way we are kind of done with this and then we can move on to other topics and stuff. But that is the situation. It is 4th of July weekend, which is so weird that it's landing on a freaking Tuesday or something. It's like throwing me off. Like I'm, I'm in my head assuming that the 4th of July is going to be on Saturday, which is tomorrow currently, but it's the first. It's very, very weird. I don't know why I was expecting it to be on the weekend, but I don't have any big plans or anything. I think I'm going to go swimming at my friend's house, but that is my life update. I am currently trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing with my life. And I think I've been on that. It's been a theme of my life for quite some time. But I'm just doing a lot of introspection to myself and kind of what I want and where I want my life to go. And yeah, I'm just trying to get back on my routine and my goals and everything for real. So if you can relate, just know it is normal to have these thoughts. It's normal to have moments where you don't know where your life is going kind of that's kind of where I'm at and I it's it's a weird place to be but like I also it's very thrilling and exciting. So I'm just trying to kind of get to know myself more and more each day and do the things that make me feel good. That's pretty much it. That's my life update at the moment. I am going to Denver in a couple of weeks, which is very exciting. We're going for Abby's birthday, first time in Denver, and we are also going to Nickelback. So it'll be me, my friend Abby, my friend Kayla, my friend Shelby, my friend Leah. So there's five of us going. And honestly, us five, that's gonna be chaos. It's gonna be actual chaos in the best way. Like there couldn't be a better, better situation there. I'm very excited. So we're going to do that. We are going, I'm trying to think what else we're doing. We might go on some hikes or something. So if you have any Denver things that you'd recommend that we do message me. Okay. But that is all for now. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I hope you have a great 4th of July weekend. My tip for you this week, mental health tip. Let me think. Honestly, it's going to be take yourself on a date. I think that it's important to do that. So take yourself on a date somewhere. Honestly, take yourself to the movies if you've never done that. I think it would be a vibe. I'm going to try to do that, I think, within the next couple of days. I really want to go see the Barbie movie. So I might end up doing that by myself. But if I end up going with someone else, I will make sure that I do something else for myself this week. So I want you to do the same. It can even be a night takeout. Get your favorite um, dinner. You know what I mean? Takeout and like eat it at home. Eat it somewhere. Maybe go somewhere with a view to see the sunset. Go get some ice cream. Okay. I've been wanting to go to this ice cream spot in Austin. It originally, like there's a bunch of locations in Pittsburgh and it's called Handles. I love it so much. And I always complained how there's like never ice cream that reminds me of like back home ice cream here. They opened up a Handles and I've been wanting to go for a while, but I think it's like 30 minutes away from my house. So you know what? Maybe I'll do that for myself today and go get myself a freaking turtle sundae. It's 17 miles away from me. It is a 36 minute drive, but I really want to go. So I honestly might just do that because I think that could be a really cute first date, first date for myself. What am I talking about? It could be a really cute, um, solo date for myself. So I might go do that. And then maybe like 
find a little activity to do in the car or something, who knows, but I suggest you do something similar ish this week, but thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I love you so much. Please. If you like the podcast, please give me a five-star rating. If you want to leave me a written review on Apple podcast, I would be so freaking excited, but I love you. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you next Monday. <laughs>